All right. How's everybody doing this morning? Good. All right. Graduation season. Summer's almost here. It doesn't feel like it this morning, but it's almost here. Look at, my, look at your neighbor and say, man, wake up. Come on. We're about to do something here, and, uh, and God's got some good things today. Aren't you glad? I love the way that, that the worship team framed that, and, and Wayne, what a beautiful job of hosting in, in the moment. Aren't you glad that we walk by faith and not by sight, and that everything we do, we do uh, within the will of God, and, and so many great things going on here at the Life Church. We're, we're in the middle of, of getting into mission season and camp season, where we send our kids to camp, our youth to camp, and so... Uh, for some of you parents, you're going to have a great escape, uh, maybe a week or so here and there without kids so that you can have a little fun. Come on. I Man, y'all are got to wake up this morning. I know it's raining, but God has something big for you today, I promise you. And then uh, as Pastor mentioned, we're starting an awesome church in Abilene. Come on. The Life Church Abilene. And uh, we're a mobile church. We're a church that's on the move, and, and uh, Pastor Walt has such a big vision, and that just continually uh, uh, you know, gets walked out, and it's it's a beautiful thing to be a part of, a beautiful thing to say uh, to see happen, and so for for each of us, we're all a part of something bigger than we are. And uh, Wayne said it earlier: in this community, you're not alone. In this community, you don't have to face things alone. And and it doesn't mean that we're exempt from the attacks of the enemy, but what it means is we have the victory because of who Jesus is. And so today, I want to talk to you about truth and and uh, three levels of truth. Truth about God, truth about you, and truth about others. Come on, say that with me. Truth about God, truth about you, and truth about others. And so in John chapter 14, verse 6, and, and I've been sitting on this a couple of weeks, but Jesus said in John uh, chapter 14, verse 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And you have to understand something about a verse like this. It's, it, it, is there's power behind this that, that, that's way more than, than what the eye is seeing. When Jesus said, I am, he was declaring something at the time that was mind-blowing to the people of the day. Uh, to declare that I am means that you're, 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 you're of the same caliber and more so than Abraham was and that Moses was and, and all the people that walked in that day because God called himself in Exodus. He said, I am who I am. And what that means is I'm everything that you need me to be. And so we, we look at Jesus as more so when he's declaring to the people, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. He's declaring, I am that I am. I am the great I am. In other words, I'm God in the flesh. And, I'm great, and it's greater than Abraham, and it's greater than those that came before me. So to the people of the day to hear this, they were thinking, man, this is mind-boggling, and, and it's hypocrisy. But Jesus was declaring that I'm on a path. I, I'm coming as the way. I'm coming as the truth, and I'm coming as, as the life to fulfill all the promises that have been made beforehand by all of the prophets to set you free. And I am that I am. I'm everything that you need me to be. And in your life today, where your kids are concerned, where your family is concerned, where your problems are concerned, where your business is concerned, I ran out of breath there. <laughs> Jesus is, I am that I am. He's everything that you need him to be. 
And many times in life, it, 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 it's, it's easy to get lost in the, in the process. It's easy to get lost in the circumstance and the battles because they don't stop. The enemy doesn't, just doesn't look at you and say, hey, you gave your life to Jesus. I'm going to leave you alone, okay? You, you got it going on. The more dangerous you become to the, to the darkness that's in the world, the more the enemy wants to make his face known to you. And the, and the choice here is who are we going to believe? So there's a concept that Jesus puts in promotion here, and he says, I am, number one, but I'm the way and I'm the truth and I'm the life. And he had, and the reason that he could say that because he was the way for the sacrifice that was coming. He was headed towards a major sacrifice to take care of all the, the separation between God and man. And so he was the ultimate sacrifice. In other words, he was on a, he was on a qualification process to be able to take on your sin and my sin and, and our children's sin and our children's children's sin. Last week we celebrated Mother's Day and we sang that God will bless you, he will keep you, he will make his face shine upon you. And there's times in life, listen, I want you to look at me dead in the eyes this morning, it doesn't always feel that way. It doesn't always feel that way, but the good news is we don't walk by feelings, come on, we walk by faith. And the scripture said that Jesus bruised his heel on the devil's head and he came to set us free as the way, as the truth, and as the life. Are you with me here this morning? So he's everything that we need him to be. And so the truth about God is, 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 is way more. It's always more. And, and you got to understand, what I love about Pastor Walt is he teaches from the perspective not as, not as a Western. He's a West, he's a West Texas cowboy kind of guy. Are you with me here this morning? But he teaches from the concept of a rabbinical teaching. And it's not based on an American concept because Jesus wasn't American. In American, we think if we, it, it, whoever has the house, the car, and the big business, and this and that and the other, they succeeded. And whoever doesn't have those things, uh, they're failing. But that's not how God set this thing up. Listen, God loves us all the same. He's no respecter of persons. He sacrificed for all of us. He's the way, the truth, and life for every single person sitting in this room today. And everyone who will call on his name. Are you with me here this morning? He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. Say that with me. He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. And so we know there's storms. We know these things happen. You know, Kelly and I, a couple weeks ago, we were on our way to uh, the Dallas area to, to have the honor of preaching for Pastor Lane and then doing a couple of other things that, that, that Pastor had us a part of up there. And, uh, and we get out of town. They just had the women's conference here, and we're between here and Ballinger, and all of a sudden all these weather alerts start coming into play. Y'all remember that two, a couple Saturdays ago? And so we pull into Ballinger, and it starts raining, it's hailing. And, and so I did what every tough guy would do. I went and found a bank and parked under their awning, and, and, and we're sitting there. And I'm thinking, this is not fun. This is not good. And so I told Kelly, this is boring. We, we, need, to, we need a little more action in this process. Well, we wait till the rain stops, and we think, okay, the storm is gone. Because sometimes we think we got it figured out. How many of you know all men are weathermen, if you didn't know that and so we pull out, we get out on the highway and, and think, you know, we're headed and we think things are good and all of a sudden the storm, you know, it starts raining again, the hail's coming, all these things are coming at us and uh, I look up, this, this, I pass by this truck and I look, or this truck passes by us and I told her, Kelly, I said, that's a storm chaser. And I couldn't read the back of the thing, but I could see the satellite in the back of the truck and had the little radar. I mean, we were living the movie Twister all over again. <laughs> And I thought, I got it. I looked at her and she said, maybe we should stop. And I said, maybe we should be a part of this. This is huge. There's something happening here. I don't have the T-shirt, but eventually I'm going to get one. And so we go and we see him pull up and we 
we drive up and stop, and we're and and, and you know he's ten or ten or twelve cars. Everybody's pulled over to the side of the road, and I thought this isn't close enough. And so we pull up there, and Kelly's like, I don't even think it's a, it's a a, a a storm chaser. I said it said vortex on the truck. I said it's got to be got to be a storm chaser. And I said it had the satellite with a little thing doing this. It's, this is happening. And so we pull up. We end up right behind this truck. And it says texasvortex.org. I mean, I'm an official member now. This is how awesome it is. <laughs> and so he would move up and we would move up. And he would move up. And, and, and I know what you're thinking. Why would, you, why would you follow a storm chaser into the storm? But I figure if anybody had the correct information, it was that satellite sitting in the back of that truck. You know, I was born at night, but it wasn't last night, right? <laughs> and so anyway, this... He takes off, and I think, and we wait, and we wait, and we wait, and I said, hey, it's it probably safe. So all of a sudden, we start driving out towards Coleman, and, you know, we're still raining, and, and then I, I look up, and all of a sudden, that storm chaser truck's going in the other direction. And I looked at her, and I said, he's running from the storm. This isn't good. So we turn the car around. We flip the thing around. We head back towards the Ballinger area, and now we're running from the storm. I mean, it's a major event in my life. Come on. And, and the, the thing is, I felt like, hey, wherever I follow this guy, I'm in good shape. If he's going into the storm, I'm going in the storm with him. If he's coming out of the storm, I'm coming out of the storm with him. And the same is true, and I think, in our lives. So listen, we lived, we went through some hell, we went through the storm, we lived to tell about it. Come on. And uh, I ordered the T-shirt from TexasVortex.org. It should be here any day. I ordered you all one, too. <laughs> and, and the process is this, is listen, we have a storm chaser, too. And we got a storm chaser that wins the battles. We got a storm chaser that knows what's ahead. We have a storm chaser, come on, that is the way, the truth, and the life. And we have a storm chaser called Jesus and the Holy Spirit who the scripture says guides us into all truth. So if I'm going into storm, I'm going into the storm following Jesus. If I'm going to run from the storm, I'm going to run from the storm under the wisdom of Jesus and the Holy Spirit that's guiding us. Listen to me, church. He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life, and he gave his life to set you free. And the scripture says, I am that I am. I'm everything that you need me to be. Look at somebody and say, my God is everything I need him to be. Then there's nothing missing, listen, and there's nothing broken. There's nothing missing and there's nothing broken. So the word way there means that he's the path, or in other words, he's the ultimate sacrifice. So the truth about God is is, is he paved the way. Man was separated, but Jesus made that, made that difference up. And he became the mediator between life and death. He became the mediator between, to, between sin and God. Are you with me here this morning? And so when you think about your Jesus, come on, he's not the Jesus on the Ricky Bobby movie. Come on. I forgot the name of that movie. Talladega Nights. I don't watch movies like that. You just told on yourself, Daniel. <laughs> Where, you know, he's baby Jesus or he's, you know, the lead singer at the, the Leonard Skinner concert or whatever, the, the T-shirt Jesus and all this kind of stuff. We have to know who, who we're serving. We have to know who lives within us because, it, 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 because the storms don't stop, because the, the, the problems don't stop, because the pain doesn't stop, the uncertainty doesn't stop. There's always something we're either coming in up, like Pastor says, or we're coming out of. It's kind of like the buffalo and the cow. A friend of mine was telling me the story of the buffalo and the cow. You know, a cow will run from the storm. And they'll see the storm storm coming and they'll just take off running. And when the storm eventually catches them, they take the brunt of the storm. You know, they're exhausted from running. And the storm just comes out and it sits right on top of them. They take the major hit. and And then the storm just passes over them. But a buffalo, they'll see a storm coming and they'll run right into the storm. 
They don't run from the storm. They'll run into the storm. They still take an initial hit, but they get in the middle of it, and they can see the light on the other side, and then they, can, uh, they enjoy the rain and the process and the, and that comes on the other side, but they can see the light. And I believe as Christians, come on, not only do we see the light, but because who lives in us, even in the midst of darkness, we are the light. And, and so he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. He's the I am. He's everything that we need him to be. But he declares, I'm the way, I'm the path. I, I'm the one who sacrificed. He, he's qualified. Sometimes as Christians, you know, if we're not careful, we'll get ahead of ourselves. And we start thinking that we know all the ways, and we know all the ways for everyone else. But how many of you know in this life, you're looking through a glass darkly? You have glimpses of hope. You have glimpses of faith. You have things that you know. You have things that you don't know. And a lot of times we think, hey, we, we've been in this long enough. It's kind of like going to Bible school and getting out of Bible school and thinking you're ready to pastor a church. Come on. And, 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 and I don't know why I said that, but, but, but I've seen it time and time again. We get out of, we get out of this, this training process and we think we're ready, but we haven't been tested yet. And Wayne just talked about it. Sometimes it's in the testing. It's in the shakeup. It's in the process that it takes time to develop. And, 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 and God's whole goal, the reason he's the, the way, the truth, and the life is he wants to bring us to full growth and to full maturity. And sometimes it's in those battles and those testings that, that not only do we learn what not to do, but we, but we learn more about who God is and how good he is. And so he's a deliverer. He's a conqueror. He's loving. Love and truth will always go hand in hand. You can't have truth with God. It'll always be truth and love, and, and it'll be love with truth. Come on. Truth without love would just be harshness. It would just be statements and opinions. And that's the problem in this world today is everything's just statements and opinions and then we call that truth. I give you my opinion or I give you my statement then you've heard my truth. But the thing is there's a difference between my truth and God's truth. There's a difference between your truth and God's truth. Come on, I'm preaching real good this morning. And so in this process, are we gonna live by our truth or are we gonna live by the truth? Are we going to live by our statements and opinions? And just because we have them, listen, it's possible, and I, I like to say this a lot, to be sincere, but there's, it's possible to be sincerely wrong at times. Now, there's certain things, if, you, if we're in the will of God, and, and, and it's more than a statement, it's who we are, it's truth and love moving forward in the earth. Are you with me here today? But my, my opinion would be, like my son sitting here, and I'd say, hey, man, I don't like your jeans. They're not skinny enough. That's my truth. That's my opinion. He could look at me and say, I don't like your boots. But that's his opinion. Are you with me here today? But there's a difference between, see, truth without love leads to no pathway. So truth is always going to be filled with love, and it's always going to be filled with action. That's why Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm willing to sacrifice for you. I'm not just giving you my opinion. Come on. I'm willing to take your place. I'm willing to put this thing on the line. I love you so much that I want to see you delivered. I want to see you blessed. I want to see you, see you conquering. I want everything that your hands touches to prosper. I want every place that you set your feet, I want to give you that place. I want to bless you. I want to give you the right words. I want to give you the right wisdom. If you read the Bible, that's all the things that, that happen in the process. And so truth takes on a different meaning. It's more than a statement and more than an opinion. Truth, truth takes on, when you know the truth, the, tr the scripture says that the truth will make you free. And so when he says, I am the truth, there's, there's a deeper concept in this. And, and, and I'm talking about God. This is the truth about our, our, our God today. And, and, and if you study it out, you'll find out that there's certain words in English that just don't have the same 
power or meaning. And truth is kind of one of those words. It, it, it's, if you study it out, it, it, it kind of goes into more of just a believing or, or, or more of, it's kind of a watered down word. It just didn't translate well in English. And it comes from the word althea, which, which means this. It means, it means unforgetting. So when Jesus says, I am the way, or in other words, I'm the path, and then he says, I am the truth, he says, I'm unforgetting. I'm, I'm the way and I'm unforgetting. I'm the way and I'm unforgiving. And unforgetting is more than just remembering. And what he's doing, he's clarifying that I am, I have a covenant with you, the same covenant I gave to Abraham, the same prophetic word I sent when, 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 when I was leading up to Jesus coming to set us free. Am I talking to anybody this morning? He said, I'm the way and I'm unforgetting. You need to get this. Your kids need to get this. In other words, he say, what he's saying is, I never forget the promise I made to you. I never forget why I'm giving my life for you. I, I will never forget what my word says. That's why the, the scripture says in John 8, 31 and 32, it says, if you abide in me, then you're my disciples indeed. He didn't say if you, de, de, uh, you abide to an organization or to a denomination. He said, if you abide in me, you're my disciples indeed. He said, then you will know the what? Truth, and the truth will make you free. In other words, he said, you, you will know the unforgetting. You will know the unforgetting, and you'll rise up and say, no matter what, I'm in the midst of this battle. I'm in the midst of this storm. Things around me, they look difficult, but I know my God will never forget the promise he's made to me. That's my daddy. Come on. That's my father who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. That's my, my father who paved the way. Am I helping anybody this morning? Or you just want to go sit in the rain? Come on. And so he's unforgetting. This is powerful. He's unforgetting. So the truth about God is he never forgets. The scripture says not one letter of his word, not one letter of his, of his word will go away. What I say I will do. He's faithful to his word and he's faithful to you. And so in this process, the truth about God, he's the way. He's the unforgetting. Come on. He's the life. In other words, the, he, the word life means a door to the divine. I mean, a door to access to our heavenly father. Come on. Who never leaves us and he never forsakes us. And so there's a process here today. Listen, it's more than going to church. It's more than knowing to sing the, the hot songs and say the right things and trend the right things and like the right ways. And, and there's nothing wrong with any of that. But what I'm telling you today is there's a divine power in your life. Jesus came to set us free. He sent back the Holy Spirit, and he will never forget the promises that he made to us. And so when you're going through hell on earth, just, just listen to me here for a minute. Heaven is still working on your behalf. The power of God is still working on your behalf. If we're in the midst of a recession, come on, God is still working on your behalf. If we're in the midst of, of, of things going up and, and, and economy rises and those kind of things, I have real good news for you today. Listen, God never forgets his promise. Heaven is still working on your behalf because he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. Come on, and he's I am that I am. I'm everything that you need me to be. You needed a savior, there he is. Come on. You needed healing, there he is. You need, you need a relationship fixed or you need something repaired in your life or you need him to deliver you, come on, there he is. You know, Pastor Walt was talking on Monday in our staff meeting. He said, he said and it just got my attention. He said, we, we've got, sometimes we have it backwards. He said, from a rabbinical teaching, listen, God blesses, God guides, and God delivers. So I'm still in this for Pastor Walt. I'm gonna give him credit one time for this, come on. 
But then it got into my heart and just stirred in me. He said, God bless it. God, God blesses, God guides, and God delivers. And he said, the, the, the Western mindset is we look for deliverance first. We think that's what qualifies us, and it doesn't. What qualifies us is Jesus. Come on. It's not having it all together. And, and we like to, in this Western mindset, we want to make people think we got it all together, man. We looked apart. We posted 10 pictures last week. Everything is great. Come on. Then we go home living in hell. Are you with me here today? But from a Jewish perspective, come on, God blesses, God guides, and then God delivers on your behalf because he's always, he's, he's the I am. Come on. I'm everything that you need me to be. So say that with me. God, God blesses, God guides, and God delivers. And so that's who he is. And so, so when we think about it, that's truth about God. Then we got to look at this morning the truth about you, truth about me, the truth about us. And this is, where, this is where it has to become personal in your walk with God. No one can do this for you. This is about you and how you see things. It has to do with our own image, our own self-image. And the problem is, is this world creates all these different images. And so when I use the word image, a lot of times we're not thinking about the righteousness of God or, or, or you know, being filled with the Spirit and those kind of things. We're thinking about our bodies. We're thinking about our hair or we're thinking about looking cool, come on, to the guy down the street or having the biggest boat or the biggest truck or the biggest. And, and we look at the, all these things and we think, if I could just get this, then I might be happy. And we're always chasing things that end up being a waste of time, being, or it's a waste of money. I mean, we're just chasing stuff. And, 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 that, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Listen, God doesn't mind you having stuff as long as stuff doesn't have you. And so, he, you know, he, he's a giver. He wants you blessed. He blesses. He guides. He delivers. He's the way. He's the truth. And he's the life. And so in our personal life with God, you know, I was, I was, I was studying in, in Numbers chapter 6. If y'all could bring number 6, uh, verses 20 through to, 22 through 26. You just put them on the screen there. Uh, but I was studying this out about, about self-image. And, and I was reading this book. And it says, rarely uh, do people exceed their own self-image. In other words, the way they see life is how they live. That's Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 through 26. And, 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 and in this world today, and all of you know this, if you live in this world, there's always something we're comparing ourselves to. The fact of the matter is, listen, God doesn't compare any of you. There's no comparison in the blood of Jesus. He gave his life for all. Anyone who will call on his name. Am I talking to anybody this morning? And so anyone who will call on his name, he gave his life for you. He gave his life for you, not for the neighbor down the street, not for the guy at the grocery store. Come on, somebody. He gave his life for you, and that's personalized. There's not one of you that's left out. Come on, there's not one of you listening on live stream that's left out. There's not anyone out there that's left out. God's favor, God's blessing, God's guidance is available to all. It's just a matter of us seeing that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And so if you've given your life to Jesus in your life, he says, I am that I am. He's everything you need him to be. He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life to you. And so we've got to receive that as the righteousness of God. The Bible says that we were made righteousness. It means that we have right standing with God. And so our self-image is no longer what it was before we gave our life to Jesus. When we, gave, when we were messed up in the world comparing, come on, wearing the dresses to the club, come on, somebody. And then we get in these messed up saints and we say, I should have bought you flowers. And we got somebody else out there singing that I can buy my own flowers. I mean, we got a lot of stuff out there that's messed up. Come on, somebody. And I'm like, which song do we sing here? Should I buy you flowers? Should I not buy you flowers? You know, I mean, there's some of you are like, what are you talking about? And that's okay. Come on. And so my, my point is this. If he's the way that he's the truth and, he, and he's the life, 
He's the way and he's the truth and he's the life for you. He's the way and he's the truth and he's the life for you. So when you leave here, come on somebody. You leave here knowing God is for me. God loves me. He's on my side. Yeah, he's gonna correct me. He's gonna lead me. He's gonna guide me. He's gonna bless me. He's gonna do, all those things are a part of relationship there. But how we see ourselves matters. We could see, we could see that he's the God of Pastor Walt. We could see that, that he's the God of Wayne or Hector or, or different ones here. But listen, he's your God. And he's not, he's not a respecter of persons. He, his truth is available because he wants to make you free. The problem is this. Remember the word truth, if you study it out, that, that word means unforgetting. But the, the thing about it is in our lives, come on, is sometimes we do forget. Sometimes we do forget. That's even, even in communion. He said, as often as you do, what do you say? Do this in remembrance of me. Sometimes it's not a matter of knowing truth or not knowing truth. Sometimes it's a matter of that we forget while we're in the midst of life. And then all of a sudden on Sundays, we remind it. Oh, yeah, God is for me. He is working on my behalf. And so listen, though, if we train ourselves, and who's the way, the truth, and the life? Who? Jesus is. If we train ourselves to decide on a daily basis, give us this bread, our our daily bread. Come on, you should be reading your Bibles, right? Give us this, give us this bread, our daily bread. You're putting yourself in a position, the daily bread, that's the life of God, the word of God, the provision of God. You're putting yourself in a position on a daily basis to say, God, not only do I recognize that you are, I am, and you're everything that I need you to be. But I also recognize from this point forward in my life, I'm not gonna forget. Just like you never forget your promises, I'm adjusting my faith. I'm making an adjustment on the fly. And from this moment on, daily, 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 I'll never forget your promises you've made to me. And I may be going through the storm, but you're going through the storm with me. I may be walking by faith, come on, but you're delivering me. You're moving the mountains. And your deliverance is here. But even in the pain and even in the uncertainty, I make a decision, come on, that I'm gonna live in remembrance of who you are. And so as of this day, and I don't care if it's Monday, Tuesday, Friday, and all the days, come on. We're making a decision. You are my daily bread. You are the air that I breathe. Come on. You did bring me flowers. Come on, somebody. God gave it all for us. And so the truth about God is he's unforgetting. And when we adjust our lives to step in that and love the Lord our God with all our heart and our soul and our mind, and we, and we walk into that place, listen, we're making a decision that we're not forgetting either. And listen, there's gonna be times you forget. There's gonna be times where we miss the mark. There's gonna be times where we're walking something out and we just said, hey, you know, I, I, I wasn't quite in remembrance like I should be, but that's okay. Listen, his grace is sufficient in that process too. But work on it every single day. This is my daily bread. Come on, this is, this is going to happen today because if not, what'll end up happening is You'll walk this process out, and when we forget, we start saying things like, well, it's so-and-so's fault. Or, well, I just have this heart issue. And, 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 and I'm not saying people don't, 
But is it worth, is all the problems in life worth your faith and your heart? Is it bigger than the blood of Jesus? Remember, he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. And so the truth about God is he's faithful. The truth about God is he never forgets. The truth about us is when we can start seeing ourselves in the same light that God sees us in. Come on. And there's value to our lives. And we can look in the mirror and say, man, he's for me, not against me. He's anointed me. He's equipped me. And then the enemy's going to come over here with his little voice and bring up echoes. And he's going to stir things up. And, and there's going to be people out there and things out there and enemies out there that are going to mess with you. But you know what? Jesus bruised his heel on the devil's head. He delivers us from our iniquities. He blesses us in our coming. He blesses us in our going. He guides us in our path. Come on, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. And we're going to lie down in some green pastures and we're going to walk by some still waters and we're going to have those things. And even though... The enemy may show his face. Though I walk through the valley of death, Though I walk through the valleys of darkness, though I walk through the pain of life, come on, he's there as my shield, he comforts me. Come on, can we just quote some scripture in this place today? And when I don't understand, it's okay because I do understand one thing, that God is faithful and he never forgets. And so even though I'm walking it out, I'm not walking it out on my own, I'm walking it out, come on, with the brethren where unity flows and oil flows and joy flows and peace flows. Sometimes you just got to talk yourself right back into remembering, come on, my daily bread is here today. Come on. And then we get to the process. Listen, the truth about God, the truth about you, and the truth about others. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And what does he say? Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, what if my neighbors mean love your neighbor as yourself? Come on. You, Jesus didn't forget. God doesn't forget. We don't forget, and then we don't hold other people's trespasses against them. So let me tell you how to do it. You want to know how to do it? Even when somebody's messing with you. Come on, you want to know how to do it? Am I talking to anybody this morning? Come on, I'm about to jump off the stage. Do you want to know how to do it? So when your enemy's messing with you, you can get all upset about it and let them beat you and take your joy, and, and it's very easy to do. Come on. But the sign of somebody who knows that God never forgets and the sign of someone who knows that we will never forget is when I can say, yeah, I know what they're doing. I know what the enemy's up to. I know what they're saying. I know what's happening here and what's going on out there. Listen to me. It's when you can say, I forgive them anyway. Come on, my ex hurt me. Forgive them anyway. Come on, my uncle hurt me. Forgive them anyway. My bank account hurts me. Come on, forgive it anyway. Are you with me here today? You wish they would forgive that, right? But we start operating in this sense, and, and now it's a confidence that I'm, I'm in the battle because if the enemy can take your confidence, he can take your goods. If he can steal your joy, he'll take your goods every single time. But when we're walking this out, listen, the truth about God is for us. The truth about you, you have to believe it. You have to believe it. Quit comparing yourself to anyone around you. Quit comparing yourself. You know, Pastor Walt and I were talking the other day, and he said, what I love about our team is everybody has their thing." And nobody's trying to prove themselves. We don't have to prove ourselves. Come on. If somebody's ushering good, come on, give them a high five. The best usher in the world, come on. If somebody's the greatest greeter, come on, greet with them and cheer them on. Somebody gets blessed, come on, rise up and celebrate with them. Because the same I am that blessed them is the same I am that's going to bless you. But old pastor, he'll always do it for somebody else but not me. Come on. Well, maybe that's your problem. Listen to me. 
It's time to rise up and celebrate with those. Come on. If somebody hurts you, if somebody slaps you in the cheek, turn the other cheek. Somebody hurts your feelings. Bless your heart. Come on. Somebody hurts your feelings. Come on. Love them and forgive them. Sometimes you got to get alone and say, God, I bless my enemies. I bless those that come at me. Come on. Because I don't want to be deceived by the deceitfulness of riches and the desires of the world and desires for other things. So I set the tone in my life. And we can either be, listen, in your life, when we're following the way, the truth, and the life, we can be the thermostat or we can be the thermometer. Which one do you want to be? And in this process, listen, then God will begin to heal your heart. When you find yourself wanting to be mad but you can't be, you know God's doing something in your life. Because then there's times that we're just mad. Are you with me? Anybody ever been mad? I'll show them. <laughs> but we're at a place today where we can just release it all. Love your enemies. Love those that love you, but love your enemies. You can love those that love you all the day. I always tell the staff, I'm not moved by people's tears and I'm not moved by their cheers. We can always love those who love us, but Jesus died for the ungodly. Jesus died for those that were messed up. Jesus had compassion. I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna close. Compassion is more than simply recognizing something. Compassion says, I'll go to prayer for you. Compassion says, I'll still believe in you when everybody else says that you're nothing. Compassion says, man, they're too messed up. Compassion, Jesus never had compassion. If, and I was talking to some family last weekend about this. It's more than liking. Somebody has something they're going through, a good cause, and we like it. I'm talking Facebook now. Come on. I'm liking it's great. What are you going to do about it? And so if I have compassion, the scripture says this, Jesus had compassion on the multitude and he healed their sick. Jesus had this big crowd with him, over 5,000 people, he had compassion on them and he miraculously fed every single one of them. He didn't just, he just didn't sympathize. Compassion always leads to action. And so where you're at today, listen to me, we're recognizing that God loves us, that he's never forgiven his promises. We're recognizing that he gave his life and that today our image is no longer the old image, it's the new image in Christ. So for me to put myself down or me not to believe in myself would say that God's blood wasn't enough, that Jesus wasn't enough. Come on, am I helping anybody this morning? And then the third thing is when I look at other people, do I have compassion on them even when they're messed up? Or do I blame them? Do I, do I you know, there's a whole process there. But if you can forgive, even when they're messed up and begin to bless your enemies, declare, come on, that God is moving, that no weapon formed against you prospers. And I never pray when I'm praying over my enemies that they'll be crushed by a lightning bolt or something like that. I don't do that. But I do pray that God would convict their heart and they'd have a change of heart and a change of mind. And that if there is evil in our path, that it would be removed from our path. And if there's something that's trying to hold us back or a weapon that's formed against us, come on, Wayne said it earlier, we put on our weapons of warfare and we have the blood of Jesus because even in the midst of battle, we can stand there and say, God, you never forget your word. You never forget your promises. I choose to not forget your promises and I'm gonna love my enemies as myself. Amen, stand your feet with me this morning. Father, we thank you for your word. We believe today that you're setting people free. 
that your healing is here today, your joy is here today. And we just declare, Father, that in this house that, that you're first, Father, that, that we're connecting people with your, 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 your vision, Lord, your purpose. But maybe you're here today and you said, Pastor David, every head bowed and every eye closed, I'm struggling with some of the things today. I'm struggling in forgiveness. Or maybe you're struggling in recognizing. Maybe you just needed to be reminded that God never forgets his promises. But if something that connected with you this morning and you just want God to connect with you, I just want you to raise your hand right there if, if you're dealing with something. Or I see all those hands. Now, Father, we thank you today. Say this with me. Jesus, we receive your word. We receive your truth today. We thank you, Lord, that you never forget what your word says. You never forget your promises. I choose today. I want everybody to say this with me. I choose today to see myself as you see me. Forgiven, loved, full of life, full of faith, full of the Spirit of God at all times in my life. Now this last part, if you're holding grudges against anyone else, if you're holding that as leverage in your own heart, listen, and it's affecting, you can't let it in your heart. You can't, you can't receive it in your heart. I always say when things come at me, man, I'm not gonna let it take my heart. I'm not gonna let it affect my heart. But this last part, listen, if you're holding grudge or you're holding something, we should have done communion right here. But you're holding something against someone else, by faith, I want you to let that go in Jesus' name. I want you to release that now in Jesus' name so that God can fully heal your heart and take you where he wants to be. If you're holding on to those things, listen, you're, 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 it's affecting the voice of God in our lives. How can we hear the still small voice when we have all this noise inside of us? This is where the rubber meets the road. You know, scripture says, uh, a given it should be given good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. But in context, that's talking about not judging one another. So for unity to flow, we've got to deal with some things. And these hurts that I'm talking about for you, they're real. And so by faith, we're going to release those hurts. We're going to release those pains right now. And we're going to choose to forgive so that God can open up a brand new way. Listen, I am that I am. I'm everything you need me to be. He didn't forget about your broken heart. He came to heal it. So say this with me, Jesus. Say it loud, Jesus. I release unforgiveness. I choose to forgive today. I choose to let every hurt go. Every offense go. And I forgive the people who hurt me. And I release them today to your goodness. Convict their hearts. Bless their lives. And we declare from this moment on, my heart belongs to you. And no weapon formed against me will prosper in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand this morning.